You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Brand new episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It's Anthony Lewis and Jacqueline. Wait, we got two episodes of NXT to talk about, but that's only because we have to talk about NXT UK this week. That's because right. Because regular NXT fooled me. Yes, they did. Uh, I knew that they were going to do Matt Riddle and Cassius Ono, and I knew that the show was going to be two hours, and I figured that one of those hours was going to be talking about the nominations for the NXT awards. Turns out it was like an hour and oh, 40 minutes, 40 minutes. Of mm-hmm. talking about the NXT awards. It and really then, was. And then one Matt Riddle Cassius Ono match, which uh, I did go out of my way to watch this morning because uh, mm. I had not seen it. It's a really good match. Okay. I have not seen it yet. So now I should go watch it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't want to. I guess I don't want to go into too many spoiler-laden uh, areas for you, Jacqueline. But uh, it was really good. Uh, okay. Pretty hard hitting. Matt Riddle may or may not have won this match, uh, which made the crowd possibly very happy. And uh, afterwards, uh, Cassius Ono looked very distraught. And uh, okay. Matt Riddle wanted to give him a fist bump, you know, to show him no hard feelings after this hard-fought yeah. match, and uh, Cassius looked like he was going to relent. The crowd started chanting Brono, like they wanted Aww. some sort of team between these guys. Aww. And Ono formed formed his fist, and Matt Riddle looked so happy, because the only thing Matt Riddle wants in life, other than he wants basically uh, four things. He wants to win matches, he wants to secretly enter the Royal Rumble and win it. He wants to retire Brock Lesnar. And he wants bros. He just wants friends. <laughs> and Ono was going to give him this fist bump, but he looked so happy. And then Ono grabbed him by the wrist and then grabbed him by the back of the head and then threw poor Matt Riddle into the ring post and continued That's... to assault him. It seems like this feud is not yet over. That sucks. All yeah. he wants is some friends. Yeah. He's just... He he's wants... a a friendly guy who wants friends. He wants a brotourage, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell him that. He'll he'll turn that into like a t-shirt or something and we won't see any money from it. Ugh, I should coin that one first. Yep. We should make the t-shirts first. Yeah, that's right. I should open up some sort of merchandising shop. I like this. Uh, okay, so let's talk about NXT UK. This is the 21st episode taking place at the gorgeous Liverpool Olympia in Liverpool, England. This place looked gorgeous. I'm sure. I wonder how often they run wrestling shows there. It's clearly was not designed to house pro wrestling. Uh, 
No, it looks more like an opera house or something. Yes, it's very ornate and gilded looking. It's just, it's beautiful. It uh, a really, I would bet, a really cool place to see a wrestling show at. Oh, yeah. Any of these venues. Yeah. Uh, so, first match is Travis Banks and Jamie Ahmed. And Travis Banks uh, is the NXT UK guy. And Jamie Ahmed is the guy who came in to get killed by Travis Banks. And that happened mm-hmm. in less than two minutes. It's very quick. Yeah, he hit him with a slice of heaven, uh, like a flying kick off of the ropes. And uh, Travis Banks pinned him. But then, uh, Jacqueline, one of your favorite NXT UK guys came out. Jordan Devlin, mm-hmm. the man with That's a true. square head. And the punchable face. Indeed. And he talks about how Banks left his native New Zealand to come and wrestle. Uh, and... Meanwhile, Devlin gets to cash his checks and gets to go home to his family. And he wonders if Banks' mom even remembers the sound of his voice. These are weird insults for an American. It is, right? <laughs> it's very nationalistic in, in, in origin. Cause it, and Devlin is yeah. also very like, he's the Irish ace. Ireland is number one. Uh, and every, yep. everything else sucks. Uh, this is a dichotomy that we're not really used to. Yeah, um, because you don't see a lot of people who are like Indiana's number one, and every other state you suck. Uh, at least yeah. if, at least if maybe you're a college football fan or something, I suppose. You'll, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You'll yeah. get that, but uh, mostly Alabama. Uh, then yes, he dared Banks to shut him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Nigel McGuinness and Vic Joseph talk about the NXT Tag Title Tournament, and uh, they recap Yay. the history between Mustache Mountain and Gallus leading to tonight's main event, which is a semifinal match in the UK Tag Title Tournament. And also, they noted that uh, coming up next, the debuting tag team of Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel uh, are in action next. So that's who we saw. Bartel and Eichner against Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams. I was immediately perturbed by this match because Bartel came out and they were not using his Dvorak classical music theme it was some generically not great theme song uh him and eichner are like a weird team because eichner kind of has this he's the bald guy right he's got this kind of punk rocky look to him he comes out with like this vest with like a jean vest with spikes on it yep and bartel is like straight laced strict german man is his character yes uh I th- I've seen Bartel live before. Yes. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, a, he's a scary man. Yeah, he's very good in the ring as well. And uh, I, I await his tag team partner, Walter, in all capital letters, to arrive. <laughs> because Walter is essentially Marcel Bartel, but way bigger. Ooh, that'll be fun. Yeah, he's like twice as wide and somewhat taller. Uh, okay. Okay. He's a... He's a very scary man, and I cannot wait for him to show up. Um, but he's not here right now. Uh, right now, it's Bartel and Eichner. They're the team, and they're taking on Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams. And uh, they had a pretty good tag team match. They did. I liked Williams and... Uh, and Amir. They're like a weird team, too, right? I don't know, but like, I like them together. Amir Jordan kind of has this Bollywood-ish thing going on where he's got... Oh, the- yeah these wacky dances and Kenny Williams is essentially like Marty McFly 
sort of like he's he's I don't know he's got kind of like he looks like his name should be Kenny Williams yes yes he he comes out with like the old 3D glasses on and stuff and he's just got like a it's they're a wacky pairing but they're both wacky so I guess like they work together I dug it if that makes sense they're a good team yeah and this match itself was pretty good uh with uh Williams looking uh really good I thought in it uh but uh they could not uh they could not stand up to the uh the power and menace of Bartel and uh and Eichner uh they hit a, a powerbomb Saito suplex combo on Amir Jordan to win uh and later on we would see these men uh demand a, a position or a spot in this tag team title tournament that's uh, true. Yes. Uh, we see a, uh, we see a segment uh, that was filmed earlier in the day with uh, Radzi, the backstage interviewer, who uh, happened upon a conversation with Tony Storm and uh, Diana Perazzo. And uh, they had a weird conversation. Do you, do you recall this conversation they had? I do. It was so stupid. Like, first of all, why is Diana Perazzo there? Mm, they, they, well, I mean, they, they brought her in the previous week because she challenged Rhea Ripley for the UK women's title, and she lost. Still dumb, still dumb. They should, she should, if she, no, I don't like her there. But, okay. um, but then Tony Storm was like, "Oh, if you think you're a contender, prove it and fight me." But they were not acting well. Like they were both like laughing the whole time. Like, what is happening here? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're also they're both good guys and they're friendly with each other, so they're not really mad or mean or angry at each other, but yeah, she, I don't know. This felt weird because Deanna was, she was telling her, I think I belong at takeover, but you know, no, you don't. You just faced Rhea and you lost. I like you, Deanna Perazzo. I think you're a good wrestler, but no way you belong at takeover. You just lost to the champion and Tony storm is the number one contender, but Tony storm being super nice. Like she is, uh, she was like, yeah, you know, I saw you out there and, you know, you're good. But, you know, if you think you belong on TakeOver, you can prove it against me in a match. Um, a weird way to get around to setting up their match. But yeah, I didn't love it. I've seen more awkward, I guess. I also don't like Deanna Perazzo, so nah. I guess that might be why she bugs me. Yeah, I feel bad for Tony Storm. She made the news for all the wrong reasons lately. Really? Yeah. Um, Let's. I don't think I'll have to say much more than at least the the rumor is. I think uh, jealous ex boyfriend and photos is understood. Yeah, he was there before you said anything. Yeah, she deleted all of her social media accounts as soon as this happened because I think she didn't want to deal with what happens Mm -hmm. when that happens. Um, A a bunch of people, uh, not just UK wrestlers, but independent wrestlers, a bunch of main roster WWE women, and many others were um, tweeting out like a we stand with Tony hashtag or something. It was was a very nice show of solidarity between all those girls. Because there's been a few other women in that company for whom this has happened to. And it's not easy to deal with the sort of stuff that comes from it. So... uh, And by all accounts, she's like a really nice person, so... Right. I'm Poor looking Tony. I'm looking forward to her coming out at the takeover event because 
the UK crowd will be incredibly supportive of her. So I'm excited. to That'll see be that. exciting. Yes. Good. Uh, speaking of that takeover show, Sid Scala and Johnny Saint, they were backstage talking about takeover when Joe Coffey interrupts and demands match with Pete Dunn. Scala says that they'd take it under consideration. Oh, uh, Jenny and candy floss had a match. Yeah. So yeah. candy floss is my, Youngest favorite wrestler, new favorite wrestler of all time. Aww. Uh, for a variety of reasons. One, she's barely older than her older sister because Candy Floss is 18 years old. What? Yeah, the UK wrestlers are real young. Yeah. uh, I was just listening to an interview with Pete Dunn where he said he started training at 12. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. She got more excited when she saw that Candy Floss has pink hair, of course, her favorite color, and that mm-hmm. she likes candy. Uh, oh, and also that in in uh, Britain speak, Candy Floss yep. is cotton candy. I learned that from Mary Poppins Returns this weekend. Oh, yeah? They talk about it, yes. Huh. So, <laughs> uh, she faced Ginny, who, by the way, regardless of what you think of the name Ginny, I've never seen a wrestler who more looks like what their character is supposed to be. Ginny is Candy supposed Floss? to oh. <laughs> uh, No, Ginny is supposed to be an uptight, mean-looking British fashion model, and I've never seen any wrestler who looks as close to what their character is supposed to be than Ginny. She exemplifies okay. that character. Okay, but I challenge cuz Candy Floss <clears throat> looks an awful lot uh, like cotton candy. Yeah, like her, like she and Zaya Brookside need to become a team. Uh, cause Zaya's hair is like mm-hmm. the blue candy, like the candy, cotton candy color. Yep. Oh my goodness. If they just merged into one being, it would they'd yeah. turn into a, they'd explode into a rainbow, everybody. But then they're just ripping off Asuka. Anyway, I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, my youngest was, uh, this was tough. Because she was rooting very hard for Candy Floss all throughout Aww. this match. And I knew poor Candy Floss did not stand a chance. She was in there with Ginny. And I know that Ginny is a little bit higher up in the pecking order uh, than Candy yeah. Floss is. Candy is very new. And she's not... I think this is only her first or second match in NXT UK. So I knew this wasn't going to go well for her. And Ginny did, in fact, uh, beat her with the uh, Touch of Couture, which is her finishing move oh of course it is yeah the the spinning the the spin kick thingy that she does but uh any any other any other thoughts other than uh how excellent you think candy floss exemplifies her character no that was really just it like that girl is a walking like lisa frank thing (laughs) um so main event Tag title tournament semifinal match, Mustache Mountain and Gallus, Mark Coffey and Wolfgang. Uh, this match, this went a while. This almost got 15 minutes. Yes. And if you've ever watched Mustache Mountain, they're good at what they yes, do. Yes, they are. Uh, and to their point, Mark Coffey and Wolfgang were also really good. Uh, I n- never really thought of them on the same level as Tyler Bader, Trent Seven, but uh, they held in there really well. They had a really good match. Uh, in particular, uh, there's a part where Tyler Bate has to kind of run wild by himself. It's really yeah. impressive. 
It, wait, he's the younger guy. Yes, he's the younger. He yeah. is only 20. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he and Pete Dunn are around the same age. Yeah. He's very impressive. Yes. He's really strong. I mean, it's a reason they're now called the Big Strong Boys. Uh, mm-hmm. Boys, of course, spelled B-O-I-S. Because, you know, the kids these days, Jacqueline. Yeah, what happened to Z's anyway? Yeah, oh, they disappeared with the they disappeared with the first half of the two thousands. I guess fine. <laughs> the uh, that's reserved for the Hardy Boys, I believe. They they have a fine. Z at the end of their name, but uh, yeah, <laughs> this one man show by Tyler Bate was was so great. He was flying yes. everywhere. He was lifting huge men. He lifted two huge men at once. Mm-hmm. Just very impressive. Uh, just when it looked like Mustache Mountain was going to have victory within their grasp, Joe Coffey came down to the ring to try and interfere, but was stopped by Pete Dunne. Uh, yeah. They, yeah, they brawled for a while. Pete laid him out. And Mustache Mountain won with a dragon suplex clothesline combination on Mark Coffey. They're going to take over uh, Blackpool and challenging for the tag team titles. Uh, Gallus tried to attack uh, all three of British Strong Style at the same time, but uh, the good guys fended off the bad guys uh, for the end of the show. Yep. I was very excited about that. Yeah, that was I a really like good mustache Mountain. Yeah. Yeah, they're a really good group of guys, that Mustache Mountain. They are. And I like that Pete Dunne came out to help them. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's just me, but NXT UK seems to be a little more like camaraderie focused. I don't know. Yes. Um, you know what? Since we got to talk about two shows, this is a good time to thank the sponsors of the show uh, to take a small break. Uh, Adam Tickets. Cinemageekly.com slash Adam Tickets or click the Adam Tickets link at the top of the page to pick yourself up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life. It's kind of not the break people were hoping for in between two shows to get an <laughs> ad, but you know what? It's, we've got to pay the bill somehow. Uh, so, episode 22 of NXT UK. Uh, oh. This one, not featuring a match in the main event. Uh, no. For me, I think the for me the best match on the show was uh, the first match, which was uh, Tony Storm and Deanna Prazzo. You may not be as big a fan of Deanna Prazzo, but I thought this match was actually pretty good. Uh, they went about nine and a half minutes. And all I know is that as somebody who's watched wrestling for a really long time, I've watched the, the doldrum, the low point in women's wrestling on WWE where oh, yeah. there was a lot of cat fighting and hair pulling and pillow matches and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. It was nice to see these two girls go in here, and they just wrestled a match like they were any two guys, any yep. two people. And I thought they yes. were pretty good. I thought they were good, too. I did like them. I did not realize that Tony Storm wears Harley Quinn colors all the time, but I dig it. I did not really notice that. She does? Is it? She wears the black and red. Like, all of and them? Cause that's what I think so, cause, and her boots are the two different colors. Oh, my goodness. Not really noticed, yeah. I guess. Oh well, if my observation is correct, it could just be what I've seen of her. Yes. Well, I mean, I, but I kind of. Oh. 
Oh, it's. Uh, I, I was just going to say she wears the same kind of thing fairly regularly. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. So, but I dig it because you have like the the Harley Quinn, like the the villain, and Tony Storms obviously are are good person or good guy here. But yes, um, I, so I enjoy that, especially with like yeah, I like her. She's sporting this new bangs look, because um, mm-hmm. she did this weird photo shoot where, um, it was like her and a lot of other women. I can't remember if it was for a Japanese promotion or something, but they did this kind of like eighties photo shoot. Where, you know, like if they were on Glow or something sort of like that. You know what I mean? That's kind of cool. Yeah. And I think she just decided to keep it. That looks good. It's a good look. Uh, This was... uh, This match centered around, of course, Deanna trying to break Tony Storm's arm. Because she's Mm -hmm. the Fujiwara armbar specialist. Uh, Many times she tried to get Tony Storm in uh, arm submissions. But uh, Tony was able to escape... Uh, time after time, uh, they had a this finally broke down into like a, a forearm uh, and chop battle until uh, Tony hit a German and the Storm Zero, the sit out power bomb on Diana to get the win. Rhea Ripley came out to the ring after the match and stared down Tony and held up the NXT UK Women's Championship in front of her. So uh, that is a takeover UK match. Yeah. Um, okay, I have something to say about Rhea Ripley, and I mean this in the best way possible. Like, I mean what I'm about to say as a compliment. Okay. She kind of looks like Pete Dunn to me, especially with the hair the way she had it. Yes, and they I'm have the same it. haircut, yes. But um, I'm digging it, because she's like, like, cause he's kind of like that wild card badass, and you're like, you can kind of be that too. Mm-hmm. You see what's happening. And I, I, I enjoy what they're doing with like, like the the um how they have like the men and the women kind of rising up similar, yes. Because I don't feel like um like any other property in WWE does. Yes, to uh, this extent, at least. Yeah, she actually has a lot of Pete Dunne's like facial expressions mm-hmm. and stuff too. He because he very often does this, you know. Up, oh, what you gonna do? I killed the guy. Look on his face often and. She also kind of does this very, like, smug, you know, yeah. I broke his arm, so what look on her face? Right. Like, like they almost, like, snarl. Yeah. Like, like I can't describe, but I love it. Like, I, mm-hmm. I love these characters. <laughs> uh, Radzi interviewed Sid, uh, Sid Scala and uh, Johnny Saint about the other bracket of the NXT UK tag titles. Scala announced the other semifinal match will be Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster against Zach Gibson and James Drake for next week. It will be interesting to see if there is only one episode next week because the takeover event is uh, Saturday. Oh. This Saturday is when it's happening at 2 p.m. Eastern. Wow. On the network. So it'll be interesting to see if there's one or two episodes, but... Uh, and we got. I really want. Sorry, I really want Mark and Flash Morgan Webster too. I would really like to see Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster against Mustache Mountain. Who that'd wouldn't? A, that'd be a good time. It would. Speaking of good times, Jacqueline Turbo yep. Josh Morell came out to the ring, and his opponent, Jacqueline's favorite sandwich maker, Wild Boar <laughs> Mike Hitchman. It's true. Such a, 
I'm never not going to chuckle at the name Wild Boar Mike Hitchman. Yep. Like Wild Boar. Tell him you don't think of boar's head sandwiches. I mean, Wild Boar sounds like, you know, a dangerous animal. No. Mike Hitchman. He's serving up meats at the deli counter. (laughs) That's right. He's giving you your cold cut combo sandwich. Yep. Uh, Well, uh... This was uh, Wild Boar crushing this turbo fella. Uh, mm-hmm. He was not fast enough to, to escape from the Wild Boar. Uh, uh, Mike Hitchman beat Josh Morrell with a uh, a frog splash for the victory in like uh, three minutes. So yeah. there's really not much to talk about there. Nope. Uh, Very quick match. Yeah, I was actually, oh, you know what I will say? I was a little surprised that they put him in this kind of match to win. Uh, because it kind of felt like he's the guy who's there to sort of lose. Uh, but maybe they don't want him to have no credibility. So maybe this is one of those things where he wins from time to time, but uh, he's not a higher card competitor, that sort of thing. He's in the lower card. He usually loses to the really big stars, but every now and again he gets a win here or there, maybe. Uh, let's see here. Joseph Connors. He's talking in a very dark room. Did you catch this man? I don't think I did, now that you're talking about it. It's weird. He he says there's no we in NXT UK, only himself. And then he said, like, he's here to break all of the shiny new toys of the brand. He's basically doing the Cassius Ono thing. You remember from a few weeks yeah. ago? Yeah. I didn't I like this. I hate that term, too. I'm kind of thinking something else. Yeah, it's... It sort of sounds like, hey, I've been here a really long time and I'm being overlooked and all these shiny new toys are coming in and I want to break them. But that's the Cassius Ono thing from a few weeks ago. I did not like this. I didn't. Also, this has only been on for how many episodes? 22 You're episodes. Not... Yeah. Yeah. You can't be the, like, the old man in the, you know, or like the veteran. <laughs> He's the grumpy old man 22 weeks in. <laughs> right? Um... It's not even 22 weeks, because they've been running double episodes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Travis Banks cut a really cut uh, cut a really quick promo backstage saying that he loves his country just as much as Jordan Devlin loves his. And okay. he's looking forward to, to grappling with this man. I believe that will be a TakeOver UK, uh, or UK TakeOver match as well. And I think probably. It'll, it'll probably be pretty good also, I think. Uh, Marcel Bartel, Fabian Eichner, they confront uh, Sid Scala backstage. They want to be in this UK Championship Tournament semifinals match instead of Andrews and Webster, uh, which must have made you very upset, Jacqueline, because doesn't want to see uh, the the Mod Father and Mandrews uh, team up. But you know what? Sid Scala, Johnny Saint, these are good guy authority figures. Yes. They're not like the, the McMahons or anything like that. You know, so you know what they did? They said, you know what? You guys have been impressive so far, but you've just arrived. So, mm-hmm. no, you're not getting, you know, keep winning. Maybe you'll get a shot at those titles. But no, we're not putting you in this match. You just showed up here. I love when people follow rules. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's real nice when that happens. <laughs> It's so nice. Makes when me real th- happy. <laughs> yes, it's so nice when things make sense. Yes. <laughs> um, continuing their feud, Eddie Dennis versus Bomber Dave Mastiff in the main event. Uh, they had a match, uh, I think, a couple of weeks ago, where Dave mm-hmm. Mastiff beat Eddie Dennis and ended his undefeated streak. 
and Eddie Dennis has been obs- obsessed with getting back at Dave Mastiff since. Uh, they only went for four minutes and 20 seconds, and it ended up in a double DQ when their fight kind of extended uh, well past the bounds that the referee would allow it. They were fighting everywhere. The referees were coming in trying to split these guys up. Mm-hmm. And uh, Johnny Saint came out and said that uh, if this is what they want, then this is what they're going to get. They're having a match at TakeOver Blackpool, but it will be no DQ. So that could, that could be fun. I like seeing Bomber Dave Mastiff just walk. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> also, if your last name's Mastiff, why yes. would you put Bomber in the front? Like, why wouldn't you play off a of Mastiff? I don't know. I, oh, you know what it is? Uh, I actually uh, I'd forgotten that I even looked this up because I looked it up the first time I saw it. Okay. Um, it is uh, apparently it is a an homage to uh, another British wrestling legend who used the nickname Bomber, and okay. not only was he a UK uh, wrestler, but he was a uh, an actor who I did not even know that this was the guy. But he was in a he was in a lot of movies, but for me and maybe for you possibly mm. his most famous uh, famous appearance was in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, oh. he is the big soldier guy that fights Indiana Jones without a shirt on and then okay. gets like killed by the plane propeller. Wow. Yeah, his nickname was Bomber. Uh, and I guess this huh. is an homage, so Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Oh, we will allow it, Dave Mastiff. You have <laughs> but our I am excited, yes. And I, I think this will be a good match at the TakeOver, so. Yeah, me too. I think it'll be good. Uh, okay, so let's see here. Oh, the main event angle. The contract signing between mm-hmm. Pete Dunne and Joe Coffey. So, one detail. Everyone's, yep. I, one detail I forgot in the talking about the last episode it was uh, after that fight between Gallus and Mustache Mountain, Pete Dunn had accepted Joe Coffey's challenge. So that's why they're having right. a contract signing here. Right. And I, everyone's favorite thing to watch, paperwork. Yeah. Although, you know what? I loved this because, yeah. number one, both of these guys were dressed like they're in a Charles Dickens novel for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, <laughs> Coffey had, like, a pea coat on, but with, like, a really high collar. Uh, and I'm not even sure what Pete Dunn was wearing. It was like some really <laughs> dapper suit, uh, yeah. with like some layers to it. Uh, he's a dapper dude. <laughs> you wouldn't think it to look at him when he comes out to wrestle, but <laughs> apparently in his real life, dapper he's Pete, fan. yeah, dapper Pete Dunn outside of the ring. <laughs> uh, but they get in, they get in here, and Joe Coffey, because he's the villain, just starts monologuing to Pete Dunn. He's just droning on and on about how, you know, Pete Dunn is setting records with his title reign. He's got like an over 600 day title reign. He's closing in on two years as champion, which is unheard of for WWE. And, uh, you know, he's like, you know, the, the only reason this is happening is because I haven't been here yet. And this is going to mark a changing of the guard. And, (laughs) He just he just yapped on and on. He signed his name, and as he's signing his name, Pete Dunn just grabs Joe Coffey's fingers and snaps them. And then Pete signs the contract, <laughs> grabs the mic, and then just says, "You talk too much." 
which was that was awesome. <laughs> perfect. He's like, I'll see you in Blackpool. Uh, but then the other members of Gallus come out wearing ridiculous street clothes. <laughs> like Wolfgang is in these plaid pants. Like I know they're from Scotland, but come on, guys. <laughs> Don't knock plaid pants. It was, it was, I mean, okay, so I'm sure some people can make it work. Wolfgang did not make these plaid pants work. Uh, <laughs> he just looked ridiculous in this outfit. Uh, but they came out here, and Mustache Mountain must have been going to the bathroom, or uh, I, I think we're supposed to believe that these are two separate weeks, so possibly they were no longer in the building. Maybe they went home, yeah. they went to get a bite. Uh, who knows, but <laughs> this allowed Joe Coffey to attack Pete Dunne from behind, and he put Pete through a table and was holding the NXT UK title above his head uh, as the show went off the air. Yeah, it was actually a pretty good episode. Yeah. Uh, are you, the real question is, are, are is your interest peaked enough to at some point check out the UK TakeOver event? Uh, yeah, I want to see the tag team match. Yeah, me too. I, I actually kind of want to see everything now. I'm pretty sure the whole card is uh, Dunn and Coffee for the UK title. Uh, yep. Mustache Mountain, I know who they're facing. I don't know if you mm-hmm. want me to wreck it for you right now or not, but... Uh, let me just hold on to the hope that it's going to be Mark Andrews and Flash Mob okay. Webster. Flash Mob Mark- Webster. <laughs> <laughs> Way better name. By the way, no offense to Flash Morgan Webster, but Flash Mob Webster is awesome. One day, one day they'll let me wrestlers. Dude, I'm losing my mind is being blown right now that his name is Webster. But like everywhere he goes, a flash mob comes with him. Yeah, that's his entrance. Yes, obviously. Oh, oh my God. So great. (laughs) An accident. I mean, Jacqueline, you were just like WWE main roster right there. An accidentally good idea. Right? <laughs> they don't They don't plan good ideas. They just happen upon them by accident. Or they try to do something else, and it right. backfires on them, and it turns into something good. Right, right. Yeah. One, you know, one day they're just going to have me work for them. <laughs> and we'll all be in it together. <laughs> just blurt out things, and we'll write it down. Yep. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the tag team title match, of course. There's yep. Rhea and Tony for the women's title. Mm-hmm. There's going to be uh, Eddie Dennis and Dave Mastiff in the no DQ match, and I believe uh, Travis Banks and Jordan Devlin uh, in a oh, singles yeah. match. So that could be a really good show. That's not a bad card. It's only the. It's just those matches. That's awesome. Yeah, a la a normal takeover. It'll probably only be a couple hours. So I love it. I'm totally going to watch I'm... it on Saturday, and maybe uh, the next time we do a show. Uh, we'll I'll be able to it. talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, F- for certain. I honestly, uh, I know that they taped a new batch of mm-hmm. NXT uh, leading into the uh, Takeover Phoenix show, but I okay. have no idea what's on it because I didn't read the spoilers. And as best as I can tell, I don't think there's a preview for mm. tomorrow's show that is up yet. Usually the previews tend to get put up you know, the morning of, so I'm not really sure uh, what's planned. But I'm sure I'm sure it'll be good, right? Yeah, well, here's hoping. It's almost it's almost always good. We rarely get a, a boring NXT. Uh, did you 
Did you, by chance, did you try to watch any of that NXT episode this week, or did you get my warning before you had a chance to... No, I did watch a little bit of it. To tweet out about um, who I was voting for. Oh, that's right. Trying to sway them into uh, to our line of thinking, perhaps. Yes. Um, so they're going to announce the winners for that at TakeOver Phoenix. So we will see how closely... Uh, I think they'll probably do it on the pre-show. Uh, so we will see how closely... Uh, our picks matched to uh, the NXT universe's picks. I think we're going to be... I think they're going to side with... Yeah, I mean, if they align with us, great. And if they don't, um, they're wrong. And that's okay to be wrong. <laughs> Everybody... Uh, the the greatest teacher failure is, is something I've learned from Yoda. So, uh, <laughs> once you guys uh, once you guys learn from your mistakes and we're all on the same page for next year, uh, it'll be really great, I think. So Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it will be back to standard uh, NXT the next time we come to you. So, uh, that is a wrap for this week. Uh, head on over to cinemageekly.com, check out the archives of the show, and of course you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, just search for What Comes NXT, and hit subscribe, and that way you can hear Jacqueline and I come back next week and talk episode 480-something of NXT. 